How about them cowboys? Now, if we haven't met, my name is Bo, and I have a confession to make. I do not watch every Cowboys game. Now, a couple weeks ago, I did watch the game against the Washington Commanders, and friends, that was depressing. So I was not like super optimistic when I went to watch the game on Monday, but I thought, you know, it's a division, you know, wild card game, I should watch this game. And friends, I picked a great game to watch. That was so good. But you know, something strange happened on Monday. Brad Maher, the Cowboys kicker, became the first player in NFL recorded history to miss four extra points in a row in the same game. Four out of five. Now, at some point that night, I saw on social media, people are saying, fire that guy, get a new kicker, get him out of here. But did you know, Maher is the third highest scoring player in the 2022 season? Even after the game, Dak Prescott said in an interview, I'm Money Maher's biggest fan. That's what he calls him, Money Maher. No doubt he'll come back next week, be perfect, and help us win. Well, we'll see later today. So what happened with Maher? Sports psychologists call this the yips. You ever heard of the yips? The yips is when an athlete who can normally perform great athletic feats, and it's just muscle memory, miss. And then they keep missing something like kicking a football. And the cause it's all in your head. See, you miss one point, and suddenly your, your body, you're thinking, what am I doing wrong? And you start analyzing everything you do, and then you keep missing another point, and another point, and another point, and suddenly nothing seems to go right. Have you ever felt like you had the yips? You know, maybe you started a great new habit this year. You said, I'm going to read the Bible every day. Or, or I'm going to give faithfully, and you took our 90-day tithing challenge. Or you said, I'm going to build strong friendships in my life. And then something happens. You get sick. Maybe you had the flu or COVID. I know that was going around. Or you go on vacation. Or something knocks you out of your routine, and suddenly you miss a point. And you miss another and another and before you know it, it's been weeks since you touched your Bible. You've got a case of the yips. You're going back to your old habits of how you talk to people, how you deal with people. You find yourself being short and snapping at your kids. Or you're saying ugly things to your husband or wife. You're like, I'm going back to the person I used to be, and I got a case of the yips. So what do you do? What happens if you have the yips? What happens if you drop a new habit that you're trying to start? You've got to do the same thing Brett Maher has to do. Special teams coordinator John Fossil said, there's no medicine like being back out on the practice field. If you dropped a good habit in 2023, you need to get back out on the field. You've got to pick that habit back up again and keep going. This is necessary for our soul care. For the past few years, my wife has picked her word for the year, and one year it was grow, 
One year it was rest. And this year, for the first time, I'm picking my word for the year. And my word for the year is health. And not just physically healthy, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, relational health. This has been my prayer for you. And it comes from 3 John verse 2. Now, I have said this every week this year. So this time, I want to invite all of you to say this out loud with me. Are you ready? Anna's ready. Are the rest of you guys ready? Okay, let's say this together. Dear friend, I hope all is well with you and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. Now, next week, I think you guys could memorize this. I will give $20 to the first person next week at each service who comes up to me and can quote this Bible verse. Because I want us to be healthy. That's my goal for us in 2023, that we as a church, that I would be healthy in 2023. Healthy in body, strong in spirit. So I want to invite you to take out your notes. Because for the past few weeks, we've been talking about different areas of our lives. I've been talking about spiritual health, financial health, relational health. This week, I want to look at what does it mean to be physically healthy. Because our physical health affects all the other areas of our life. We're going to put a QR code right up here on the screen. You can scan that or you can uh, follow along in your written notes, your printed notes. For our friends watching online, your hosts are going to post a link in the chat right now. Why should I be healthy in 2023? Three reasons. First, my body belongs to God. If you've invited Jesus Christ into your life, you've asked him to be your Lord, your Savior, you've called on him as Lord, you're saying, Jesus, my body belongs to you now. Now, here's the cool part. Your body becomes his home. Here's what the Bible says. Don't you realize your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? See, back in Bible times, there was a physical stone temple in Jerusalem, and the people of God would gather three times a year to worship God at the temple on the Temple Mount. But after Jesus died on the cross and rose again from the dead, he says, I'm sending my spirit to live inside you. And now the Holy Spirit lives inside us, and each of us is the temple of the Holy Spirit. We don't have to travel to Jerusalem. You can worship God wherever you are because his spirit lives in you. And here's what the Bible says. You do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a high price. And that price was the blood of Jesus Christ. As we sang earlier, he was hanging on a criminal's cross. He was taking our place on the cross when he died for us. And his blood purchased our freedom. We are redeemed. He bought us with a high price. And that's the price of Jesus Christ's life. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, you and I can be forgiven and set free. So the Bible says you must honor God with your body. Underline that if you have a pen or a pencil. Honor God with your body. Because my body doesn't belong to me anymore. Jesus 
bought it with his blood. My body is the home of the Holy Spirit living inside me. So honor God with your body. Friends, I just turned 40 back in August, and my body's slowing down. You know, I can't keep up with my kids the way I used to. I've got to take care of this body. That means I need to go see my doctor for an annual checkup. And to be honest, it has been years. I need to go. I need to see my doctor. I need to take this body in for a, for a checkup, for, you know, get the, get the tires rotated and stuff, some routine maintenance. Now, if you want to hold me accountable, I have an appointment scheduled with my doctor tomorrow morning at 8.30. I've got to take care of this body because it doesn't belong to me. It belongs to God. Second, I want to be healthy in 2023 because I want to be there for my family. Now, I am so happy that my children know all of their grandparents. They even got to meet some of their great-grandparents on my wife's side, Gianna. And friends, if you know your grandparents, that is a blessing from God. The Bible says that is the Lord's blessing for those who fear him. May you live to enjoy your grandchildren. On my side, I barely got to know any of my grandparents. I remember my, my dad's mom, Grandma Seal. She passed away when I was eight years old. I didn't get to meet any of my other grandparents. My mom's dad, Grandpa Papo, passed away when my mom was pregnant with me. They all died in their 60s. I don't want that for my kids. I want to be there to meet their kids. In fact, I want to be there to meet their grandkids. I want to meet my great-grandchildren because my family needs me. And friends, your family needs you. I pray each of you would live to meet your grandchildren. Enjoy your grandchildren. My body belongs to God. I want to be there for my family. And the third reason I want to be healthy in 2023, I want to live my life to the fullest now. The Bible says, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. The glory of God means make God look good. And whether I'm eating or drinking, whatever I do with this body, I want it to make God look good. And friends, if I am out of shape and overweight and my body is breaking down, I, how can I teach you about God's goodness and about the fruit of the Spirit, which is self-control, if I'm not living it out? I want this body to make God look good. Now, I've told you before, I want to give the next 20 years of my life to BCF Church. For the next 20 years, I, I want to see God use me in this church. And I am excited about the future. I want to be like Caleb in the Bible. In the Bible, Caleb was one of the spies that Moses sent out to explore the land of Israel. And he brought back this report. He said, guys, this land God promised us, it's good. Look at the fruit of the land. It's a good land, guys. But 10 of the other spies said, no, no, there's giants in the land. Guys, it's going to chew us up and spit us out. 
And Caleb said, no, guys, trust God. But sadly, the people of Israel did not listen to Caleb. And they spent the next 40 years wandering in the wilderness until that generation died off. Everyone except Caleb and Joshua, the two spies who trusted God. And now Joshua is the commander over all of Israel, and Caleb is still alive too. And so Caleb comes up to Joshua 45 years later, and he says this, I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land of Canaan. 40 years old. That's how old I am now. He says, today I am 85 years old, and I am as strong now as I was when Moses sent me on that journey. Friends, that's how I want to be. At 85, after I've retired from ministry, I don't want to be so beaten up and chewed up by stress and not taking care of my body that I just kind of crawl into a corner and die. No, at 85, I still want to give my best to God. I want to be there for my family. My body belongs to God. And friends, that starts today. So how do we do this? How can we live healthy in 2023? Well, first, start a new good, healthy habit. Start a new habit today. And you got to start small if you want to keep it up. Has anyone ever started a health habit that you did not keep up? And you don't have to raise your hands. I know it can be embarrassing. I have. I decided once I'm going to ride my bike three times a week. And the first week I feel so good. I'm riding my bike and it's great and I feel good. And I'm like, this is excellent. And the next week I'm a little more tired. And then, you know, something happens. I get sick or I'm just exhausted, or we go out on vacation, or something happens to throw me off of my routine, and the next thing you know, I haven't touched my bike in weeks. You know, this is why gyms offer these promotionals in January, because you're all pumped up. You're like, yeah, I'm going to hit the gym every day, and you get this new gym membership, and it's great, and, and then by February, <laughs> I don't know. Now, the gym is still collecting every month. Now, I'm not saying don't join a gym. Yes, gyms are good. My wife joined a gym. Members of our staff team have joined gyms. Start small. Now, I want you to hear from one of our children's ministry leaders, and I want you to see the steps she has taken for her health. Uh, my gym life started about four years ago. Um, I had my kid, Andrew, and he wanted to start going to the gym. So I thought I can just walk on the treadmill for an hour or so. And then I ventured out and kind of walked around to see what the gym has to offer. Um, I've been doing weightlifting here at the gym for about four years. It's evolved quite a bit. I started out doing just traditional bodybuilding, you know, like leg day, back and chest day, things like that. And then I got stuck when it came to the Olympic lifts, like the clean and jerk and the snatch. And I tried my hardest with YouTube and I realized um, I can't do this on my own. I really need a coach. The coach invited me right off the bat to participate in a weightlifting competition. And I thought that was preposterous. And I was like, no, 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 that is not me. And about our third or fourth week, he's like, you know, I won't ask again, but I'm just gonna mention that, you know, that we've got a meet coming up in eight weeks. I think you'd be really great at it. And so I was like, why not? I'll give that a shot. And 
And so that's how I started competing. Some of the hardest parts I found were initially finding time in my schedule. You know, all the kids were still at home. I was homeschooling at the time and just trying to figure out, do I go before school really early or do I go after school? Um, but just finding the time was difficult at first. Another difficulty I have is not comparing myself to others that I see. You know, like on the platform here, the person next to me, what they're lifting and just keeping it my own personal journey. Since starting um, on a health and fitness journey, I've seen a lot of benefits and they vary greatly. Um, from having more energy, I have more flexibility and I've noticed that when I teach my little toddler class, I get on the floor and play with them and run around and push them on their little bikes and, and I have the energy for that. I don't ache and you know, snap, crackle, pop too much when I get up off the floor with them. If you're considering starting out, you know, a health or fitness journey, I would say start small. Um, a lot of people make a mistake by like cleaning out their whole pantry and restocking it with healthy foods, but your, your taste buds have to adapt and you're not gonna want that all the time. So start really small. Don't change what you eat necessarily right off the bat, but maybe add something healthy to your plate and eat that first. Um, if you're starting a movement routine, again, start really small. Just go for a quick walk. I would recommend getting someone to join you. A friend, someone you can do your, your exercises with, someone to keep you accountable. It just helps you stay on track when you have someone else, you know, depending on you for accountability and encouragement too. If you're not a gym person, that's completely okay. Um, go for a walk, go for a hike, maybe start cycling. I would recommend just keeping it fun. Find something you enjoy and stick with that. By the way, Mindy Lewis is now the state champion in her division in Olympic-style weightlifting. She just took the gold last week. She didn't start there. She started small. Here's what the Bible says. Do not despise these small beginnings. Circle that. Small beginnings. For the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Start small. Back in December of 2020, I decided I wanted to do 40 push-ups a day for 40 days. And it, I just wanted to start small. I said, after 40 days, let's see how it is. Now, the results were not dramatic. I didn't end up looking like Chris Hemsworth or Dwayne Johnson. But I felt good. So I kept going. It became a habit. And once you get the ball rolling, it's easier to keep on going. I got to the point where I was doing 70 push-ups every morning. And then uh, COVID hit this summer, and I lost my streak, but I'm back at it, 70 push-ups a day. Why? I started small. And maybe you say, well, even 40, that sounds like a lot. Start with 20. Start with 10. Start small. Now, I have three habits I want to share with you today just to start small. First, drink more water. Did you know your body is 60% water? Water is life. 
And that's why a lot of uh, health you know, weight loss programs, they suggest you need to drink more water. Why? Because sometimes our body is thirsty, but our brain interprets that as hunger, and then we go and we, we graze on some snacks, when what our body is really craving is water. How much water should we drink? I, I've read a couple different things, but I saw that we should drink at least eight eight-ounce glasses a day. That's 64 ounces. That's about half a gallon. That is like four of these water bottles, and Usually, by the end of Sunday preaching, I've finished two. As you can see, I'm a fourth of the way there. That's doable. Drink more water. Start small. Second suggestion, park further away and walk. Walking is some of the best exercise you can get. Did you know Jesus and his disciples walked just about everywhere? I mean, you say, well, well you know, they, they, they took a boat to cross the Sea of Galilee, but even then, Jesus sometimes walked across the sea. <laughs> Walk more. Uh, a good way to start this habit, you know, this year... I've said, I want to walk around our church property. That's where our future church home is going to be. Our office is out there. It's about three-quarters of a mile all the way around the property. And I want to do that every day I'm there. Now, I'm there four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Even that might be too large a habit to start. So far, so good. We'll see how it goes. But you could start just by parking further away. You know, when you're at HEB, don't fight for that spot right by the door. Park over by the gas pumps. Walk a little further. At work, park in the further parking spot. When you get to school, park in the further parking spot. I started doing this this past week, and at first you think, well, this isn't that big a deal. And then you get halfway to your car and realize you forgot something in your desk. You realize, oh, yeah, this, this does add up. Start small. Drink more water. Walk more. Park further away. Third, get to bed on time. You know, sometimes the reason we are unhealthy is just because we're exhausted. You know, I, I don't have the energy to go to the gym because I didn't get enough sleep. Or, you know, I want to eat healthy, but I don't have the energy to, to cook a meal for our family. And so, you know, we go out to eat. We need more rest. We need more sleep. Studies show especially getting sleep those hours before midnight. Here's what the Bible says. The Lord gives sleep to those he loves. Now, if you're having trouble getting to sleep, I am not saying God doesn't love you. <laughs> God does love you. He does have rest for you. He does have sleep for you. But friends, you've got to take it. That means I have to get to bed on time. Uh, sleep Foundation, According to them, the average adult needs between seven to nine hours of sleep each night. So my goal is eight hours of sleep. So if I want to wake up in the morning at 6.30 so I can get up, get breakfast, make sure my kids are ready, get them to school by 7.30, that means I have to count back eight hours. I need to be asleep by 10.30, which means I need to be in bed probably closer to 9.30 because it takes some time to fall asleep, maybe 10 at the latest. So if I'm up late playing video games with my brothers or, you know, watching shows on my iPad, I cannot expect to be at my best the next day. This also means planning ahead of time. Maybe you say, I want to hit the gym at 5 a.m. God bless you. 
But if, that wants, if that's going to happen, that means you need to set your clothes out the night before, your workout clothes, pack your lunch, get everything together, your, your running shoes, whatever it is, by 8.30 so you can be in bed and asleep and get your sleep so the next morning you can roll out of bed and everything is ready. And it's not like, oh, I wanted to work out, but oh, i got to find clothes and what about food? And, oh, never mind. Snooze. No. Get some sleep. Now, I gave you three habits today. Here's my goal for you. Pick one. Pick one of these habits. Now, maybe you say, I want to do all three. Excellent. But pick one. So if you miss all the others, at least you're doing this one. Because small habits over time reap huge results in our lives. On your connection card, just mark, here's the habit, the small habit I'm going to start this week. And then if you want to keep this habit... Number two, find friends for accountability. Find friends. And this is true for every area of soul care. If you want to be faithful reading your Bible, find some friends to read it with you. If you want to do better with your finances, let a family member or a close friend say, hey, how are you doing on your budget? Are you doing well with your money plan? Are you keeping this up? Find friends. If you want to live healthy, don't keep it to yourself. Because what happens is I make this great plan, but I don't tell anyone else. So if I get tired and I don't want to do it, well, there's no one to check up on me. In the Bible, there was a young preacher named Timothy. And he had an older preacher, Paul the Apostle, who challenged him on his health. And Paul wrote this. Timothy, don't drink only water. You ought to drink a little wine for the sake of your stomach because you are sick so often. Is Paul saying he should be alcoholic? No. First of all, in Bible times, the word for wine meant the fruit of the vine. So that includes grape juice. In fact, in your notes, circle wine in the margins, write grape juice. Because the physical benefit, the health benefit, is not in the alcohol. It is in the grape. Studies show that grape juice contains compounds called polyphenols. Polyphenols are good for your gut health. They promote healthy, good bacteria that lives in your gut and helps you digest food. And it discourages the bad bacteria that gets you sick. So drink some grape juice. And Paul is writing to Timothy saying, Timothy, your church needs you. You need to be healthy. Timothy, drink some grape juice. And Paul had someone keeping him accountable too. See, Paul often traveled with Luke, the beloved doctor. In fact, Paul almost always traveled with friends because it's good accountability. On our staff team, there's a group that gets together every morning before work and goes to the gym. And and they keep each other accountable because they say, hey, are you going to the gym this morning? Uh, Because if you're not, I'm not. And it's like, well, you know, you texted me, so I guess I'm going to be there. Hold each other accountable. It's good accountability. Find some friends. Now, we have a healthy small group, active faith small group, being led by Santiago and Mari Carmen Landin. And they are participating in the Challenge RGV. And so they just had their weigh-in yesterday morning at Linear Park. And as of yesterday, 36 people have signed up for this active faith group. Friends, that's not a small group. That's a small church. And maybe you're saying, well, I missed the sign-in. 
but you can still participate in the group for accountability for your health. And by the way, this is true of every good habit. You know, we have small groups, not just for health. We've got two new groups starting for married couples. We've got groups that are ongoing, that are inviting new members, talking about gardening. We have groups talking about finding God's purpose for your life. Find friends for accountability in a small group. We've got a QR code right up here on the screen. Scan that code. Join a small group. Our small groups are launching in February, except for the healthy one, which just started, and you can still be a part of that one. If you want to get healthy in 2023, start a new habit. Find friends for accountability. And then number three, dedicate your body to God. Because as we've already seen, if I've invited Jesus Christ into my life, my body belongs to God. His Holy Spirit lives inside me. But am I living like it? The Bible says this, give yourselves completely to God. For you were dead. Spiritually, you were dead. But now you have new life. God's Spirit's living in you. He says, so use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Use your body to make God look good. So dedicating my body to God is saying, God, this body belongs to you. You own it. Your spirit lives inside it. So God, take my body. God, use my body for good. Use my body to make you look good. Dedicating your body to God, that's not just about working out. That's a good thing. But here's what the Bible says. Physical training is good. It's good to work out. It's good to live healthy. It's good to do these habits we talked about. But training for godliness, that's your character. That's who you are on the inside. Training for godliness is much better. Promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. Because friends, one day, this body, no matter how well I take care of it, this body is going to fall apart. Friends, one day, I will die. That's just the sad truth. And one day, I will leave this body behind, and I will come face to face with my Creator. And while I want to use this body for good now, what's going to matter most then is do I have a relationship with Jesus Christ? See, Jesus loves you. He died for you on the cross. And he rose again from the dead, and he offers us now eternal life. That means life worth living today. But it also means one day, one day brand new bodies, bodies that will never grow old, never get sick, never die. Eternal life with God in heaven. Do you want that? If you want that in your life, then invite Jesus Christ in today. I'm going to put a simple prayer here on the screen, and there's nothing magical about the words. It's do I mean it in my heart.
if this is what you want, tell Jesus something like this. Say, dear Jesus, I know I have sinned. He knows, just admit it to him. Say, Jesus, I know I've sinned, but I believe you died for me on the cross. Say, Jesus, I believe. Say, Jesus, I believe you rose again from the dead. And then say, Jesus, please, please forgive me for all my sins. Please come into my life and be my Lord. That means be the owner of my life. If you ask him to come in, he will come in. Father in heaven, thank you for the bodies that you've given us. God, we want to use our bodies to bring you glory, to make you look good. Because God, this body is your temple. Your spirit lives inside me. So God, today, today we dedicate our bodies to you. God, I'm saying this body belongs to you. Please use it for good. We love you, Jesus. Amen. I have one final thought for you today. If you want to be healthy in 2023, give God control of your body. Thank you.